Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Brang and Hera know a thing or two about football. I'm ready for this. Do that to me one more time. It's College Kickoff Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Encore Audio Video. For a fully automated smart home or a state-of-the-art home theater, start with a visit to EncoreAudioVideo.com. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The Fan. Welcome in, hour number three of Danny and Dusty. No Dusty today, he is in the ATL, traveling to follow the Ducks with Dirt Johnson. They're going to have a live show for you tomorrow night at 7 o'clock after primetime, so be sure to tune into that for their Boots on the Ground coverage of the Dogs versus the Ducks. We'll get a little bit more into that matchup coming up, but do want to reset with one of the day's top stories. And just before we got on the air, Danny, we learned about Russell Wilson getting a contract extension from his new team, the Denver Broncos, to the tune five million up, or excuse me, five years. It wouldn't be very good deal if it were five million. Five years up to two hundred and forty-five million. Great deal for the Broncos with one hundred and sixty-five million guaranteed. So that now means that Russ will be under contract with Denver through twenty twenty-eight. That would put him at the age of thirty-nine at the end of that deal, and uh, it will also puts him at two hundred and ninety-six million total. Should he be there through the end of the deal? Nice for Russ. I think it's nice for the Broncos, too, and that a lot of that money, I shouldn't say a lot of that money, isn't guaranteed. Oh, 165 is quite a bit guaranteed, but it's maybe not as, as much as what some others have had to do. It's only only the third most lucrative contract behind Deshaun Watson. $75 million less than Deshaun Watson is a big number. That is, so that's the thing. I guess when you can look at it two ways. It's the third most lucrative, lucrative contract in NFL history with guaranteed money on one on one hand on the other it's 75 million short of Deshaun Watson now given the age difference given maybe how much time Deshaun has ahead of him could you understand Deshaun and how desperate the Browns were and how desperate the Browns were to to move on from from Baker and change up their situation but man for a guy with a, a checkered off the field record uh putting it lightly 
to have 75 million more guaranteed than Russ does. Kind of interesting and also interesting, as you noted earlier, for what maybe it means for the rest of the quarterback market in the NFL. It's going to be interesting as it pertains to one particular quarterback in Lamar Jackson. Mm -hmm. We're not going to have quarterback money on the big end really decided for another two years with Joe Burrow coming up. Uh, Josh Allen and uh, I'm sorry, not Josh Allen, but uh, Justin Herbert. Yes, that, yep. that's the next big money deals. Derek Carr got his new deal. Uh, Mahomes obviously got his last year. You, you've got most of the big money deals taken care of. What's interesting is, and we I didn't get to this in the first hour. And I want to kind of swing back to this as it pertains to Lamar Jackson. If he goes into this season, which it very much looks like it is, without a contract, and he's under his final year, if I'm the Ravens, I. I entertain the idea of trading him before the trade deadline. Interesting. And so the only thing I can think of that that would give me pause there is I don't think it's necessarily the worst idea if if you're not convinced that you're going to give him the money he asks for. If if you don't think he's worth what he thinks he's worth and you are at a true impasse, I do think a trade's a good option. My question, though, is in a division this year that might be a little bit on the soft side because – Deshaun's not going to be there until, you know, game 12 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you got a rookie in Pittsburgh or, or Mitch Trubisky in Pittsburgh. It's a, it seems like one of the more winnable divisions right Certainly. now. So do you entertain, are, are you really keeping your options at quarterback open even as the season progresses, as you're starting it with Lamar? And that's the, that's the question really is, is how much do you value this year? Do you believe enough in your franchise to make enough noise? It's say you even win the division, but do you compete? Cause I mean, you've got to go through the gauntlet that is whatever comes out of the AFC West. That's kind of in, in my, at least in my opinion, if you want to go to the Super Bowl, if you want to make that path, if you want to win in the AFC championship, you've got to go through whatever comes out of that division. Yeah. And if you can't match up with that division, what does it matter getting to the playoffs this year, even if you are in an empty division? I think it's, it makes more sense. And I am not advocating trading Lamar. I am saying if it's truly at an impasse and there is no middle ground, there's no place you can meet other than he wants to be, get Deshaun Watson guaranteed money, then let somebody else pay him. Right. And 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 yeah, well, then let him find out if he can get it. Because he because if, if you're not going to give it to him and you don't believe that someone else has it for him, then there's no he doesn't have any leverage. And you don't want to be left at the altar in free agency once the season ends. No. So... You find somebody who's willing to give him more than you're willing to give him, which is kind of funny because the Miami Dolphins have just named Tua a team captain for the first time. Let's not forget, their ownership has made no qualms about wanting another quarterback at multiple points over the past 18 months. Yep. And so it would be very fitting. Including Tom Brady. Yes. (laughs) It would be very fitting if all of a sudden, no, you're really our guy. See, look, you're a captain. If all of a sudden they're like, hey, Lamar's available. And the Dolphins trade for Lamar Jackson. The Ravens get their draft capital. They get whatever they want. They send a third-round pick to San Francisco to your beloved 49ers. Jimmy G goes under center, and the Ravens solve their quarterback fiasco by, instead of paying Lamar Jackson a $240 million guaranteed, let's say they give Jimmy $160 Tell you million what, guaranteed. D- Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't not remind me of Joe Flacco. Just going to say, yeah. they've been down this road before. Uh-huh. Win, it, win it with the defense in the run game and hope you got a quarterback there that's not going to turn the ball over and make the big mistake. You know, you're one big shot away from him being a quarterback or a Super Bowl winning quarterback against the Chiefs. Um, he's what, 30, 34 and 11? Something like that. I mean, career, his, like, record, what, his record his record as a starter is outstanding. He, he has had some injury hiccups, but he 
And the other thing, which, you know, I don't know that it's this is important across the board, but I absolutely think it's important in Baltimore is that he's revered as a leader, even if he's not the best quarterback and doesn't have the most arm talent or can't make throws with the the truly elite guys in the league. His teammates ride for him. And that yep. that's a Baltimore thing, too. I I, I, I I could see that being a fit in that regard. And I mean, I, I know you don't want to trade your guy in conference, AFC to AFC, but at a division at bare minimum. You're not going to see him all the time, and you get a guy. Listen, you, the reason you're not wanting to pay Lamar that money is because you're worried about injuries down the road. With Jimmy, it's kind of a built-in problem. It's like you're kind of already accepting that he's not going to be a 17-game quarterback. It's probably, let's just say, an average 14 game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you're also not paying top dollar. Is Jimmy as good a quarterback as Lamar in the grand scheme of things? No. No, he, he he does not have the same level of talent. No, but he might be able to win you just as many regular season games, one or two fewer regular season games. But and if you can, can do that for a, le- yeah, but can he win you a game with his arm that Lamar can't? And yes. I think the answer there is yes. And I think the answer there is maybe. I don't know. I, I've seen a lot of games where you know Jimmy can't throw the out on a third and six, cool. and they need to extend an extend extend a drive. I mean, there, there's a reason the 49ers are really ready to move on from him too. So I think he does just enough to get you there, but maybe not quite enough to put you over the top. That's, that's what we have seen, but he might have the goods to do it with the right team and the right squad. And, but do you, on the money side of things, do you think that it's better to invest in uh, all things considered? If you're, if you're paying, I'd rather invest $240 million guaranteed into Lamar or 160 guaranteed. It's not even a question. And I know, and again, I know there's is there $80 million of guaranteed money in difference between those two quarterbacks? For me, the answer is no. Not even close. So if no. the, if you're doing the math on it, again, it's a salary cap league, and you can kind of fudge anything and everything you want. But when I look at that, that's how I look at that situation right now if you're the Ravens. Now, who blinks first? As it looks right now, I don't think it's going to be Lamar, which, again, I think he's backed himself so squarely into that corner that he's not, he can't relent now. No, I, I think it's going to be a situation now, it feels like at least, that they may go ahead and not call his bluff, but say, all right, man, let's play it out. And then if you're Lamar, you're worried about if something happens. I mean, you're worried, I, no, you, you are worried about injury. Rep, at least his representation is, or he should be. I mean, I'd be well, concerned. I mean, he's his representation. His mom is, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, so, the, man. You can't, I, I know he keeps talking about how he's not going to, he's going to cut it off once the season starts. You cannot go into this season as a running quarterback and not have protection. So if you look in you your can't. if you look in your crystal ball, how does this end? I think that I think it comes down to the wire. And they do you just, think they get a deal done before the wire? Or do you think there's a last minute trade? I think they're going to get a deal done. I I don't know if it's a full deal though. I wonder if it's an extension. Yeah, I could see that something where it's even a, a short one more year. At tack on, that, prove it. But let's say it's a guaranteed year. So in case something crazy happens and he does get hurt, okay. then he has the guaranteed money and a little bit of protection because as it stands right now, he has none. And he is he is one play away from RG3-ing himself. Yeah, 100%. And that's the thing is, he, this is not a situation where he can Tom Brady this and have a blown knee and be the same. Mm-hmm. 
He's not the guy who's making the throws for you. He's not the most consistent with, with with accuracy. He's not the most consistent in the pocket. He is dynamic on breakdown plays, design runs, outside the pocket. Does he have a cannon for an arm? Yes. Does he have any measure of control on it on his deep ball? No. And he's always benefited from a very good run game and a very good defense. He's very good supporting structures around him. That's what the Ravens do. Mm-hmm. And if you can't wrap your head around that, I am always for guys getting the most money. Yeah. But I'm also for you need to protect yourself because he is that mobile quarterback. And if he doesn't take care of himself, he runs the risk as is everybody. But when you're putting yourself in this position of ruining his, his, his financial career, you can't, you can't give away long-term crazy money for the, for the type of the style of football he plays for pride or ego. Cause that's what it feels like. It does. That's what feels like is kind of driving this impasse now or, or, or has driven the halt to this impasse. Uh, We've got plenty more, uh, NFL news to get to a couple things we want to get to uh, in Tennessee um, also got some more uh, college football nuggets as the season is kicking off tonight we'll talk about some of that more coming up next you're listening to Danny and Dusty on 1080 the fan call from mom answer it call silenced Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Brought to you by Encore Audio Video. On Odyssey and 1080, The Fan. That is college kickoff week, but it's also the last week of the NFL preseason. Cuts happening, rosters being finalized, uh, and some significant injuries around the NFL. Um, We're going to get to one in Tennessee, but first, the one that that hit our timelines this afternoon. Um, We just got done talking about Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Ravens losing a key piece. They are. They are losing their... uh... 
Their mascot, Poe. He <laughs> Coach Harbaugh came to the podium today to talk about a personnel uh, decision that had to be made. And, and if you hadn't seen the video prior from their last preseason game, there was some sort of stunt or accident or something that went wrong for Poe. And I saw two medical personnel loading him into they, a they cart on off. the field. Poe had to be carted off. They had a mascot a mascot challenge, I believe, at halftime uh, where the Philadelphia, I want to say it was the Philadelphia Phillies mascot was stiff arming. Oh, the fanatic? Man, no, look out was, for that it guy. it was one of the other ones because they've got a couple, but he was stiff arming uh, 12-year-olds on his way to the end zone. It was wonderful. <laughs> uh, there was there was no respect shown for the children, but it looked like uh, old Poe, uh, he took one down, down low, got clipped below the wing. And uh, as Coach Harbaugh said, he uh, suffered a injury to his drumstick. Yeah, I liked. I did like the verbiage from Coach Harbaugh. And really, if you can find the the video on on Twitter, props to Harbaugh on this for delivering this whole thing with a very straight face. Didn't as lose as it if until the very end. It, it, it felt like he lost, um, not necessarily like a, a player where there's a, a lot of depth of position, but like he like he lost a kicker or a punter, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, now we only had one of these, and we're gonna have to go out and find one more. Yeah, so, they, you know. so I, don't, I don't know if I don't know if Ravens have ACLs, but it definitely looked like there was a possible uh, Raven ACL tear. But speaking of torn ACLs, yeah. uh, the Tennessee Titans have a massive loss as their top pass rusher, Harold Landry third suffered a torn ACL at practice yesterday. So the Titans have a, a big chunk of bad news there in losing their top pass rusher. On the same day that they get some good news uh, as they renegotiate and rework uh, their running back, big old Derrick Henry, uh-huh. is now the highest paid running back in the NFL at $16 million a year. They reworked it to where he got $2 million additional on his roster. They did not add an additional year to his deal. Hmm. So this is like the the biggest of prove it deals for arguably the best running back in football. And if he can stay healthy and come back and maybe make one more payday and break the curse that is the uh, seven thousand yard mark slash twenty uh, eight year old uh, rookie or uh, running back running back line mm-hmm. that seems to signal the beginning of the end very quickly. Yeah, man. I mean, and that's I'll be really interested to see. I think the Titans are an interesting team this season. I think that they're. You know, you're in a, a pretty soft division in the fact that you get to compete against the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Houston Texans four times uh, on your 17-game schedule. But, you know, they, they were they were the number one seed last year. If they don't turn the ball over late in atrocious fashion, they probably knock off the team that's going to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. in, the, in the Cincinnati Bengals. They've got a stout defense. I kind of like the way that they're built, but... Man, you you see a loss like this with Landry, and then obviously AJ Brown going to Philly. Mm-hmm. You have to imagine they're going to lean on the running game even more. And with Derrick Henry's size, I feel like you need that balance there to keep him fresh and keep him healthy. And that's where you kind of wonder if things do go a little bit sideways, or if things don't go necessarily the way they plan. Do they take a look at their rookie quarterback and Wilson go? You know, because. He had some incredibly low lows in preseason, but he had some incredibly high highs. And that's always something that fascinates me is when is, when is the time, or not to necessarily wave the white flag, but to say to take that look to to say this is now we need to now we need to find out because yeah, I mean I, I feel like as a 49ers fan, I've almost been frustrated that that I don't know whether Trey Lance is going to be better than Jimmy G this season, but the fact that I still don't know, you know, a year plus into Trey Lance's tenure, really what he's able to do after trading a lot of assets and moving all the way up to get the number three overall pick. Mm-hmm. When you're paying that rookie deal, you need to know what you have, you know, almost immediately. Pretty quickly. And yeah. Listen, Tannehill's been very good for the Titans. I, mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't, if you're arguing against that, I, I really don't want to hear it because they have. Yeah. Now, did they suffer when they didn't have their workhorse at Derrick Henry? Certainly. 
But, like you said, when you have the ability to look at a rookie quarterback, and this is why I, I don't know why the Steelers are not throwing Kenny Pickett out there to the Wolves. There's zero reason to look at Mitch Trubisky. It doesn't make any sense. I'm, I tend to be with you there. I don't, I don't know why. I mean, I guess if you think that Mitch has more veteran presence and is going to make fewer mistakes early and your division's winnable, maybe. But why'd you go get that guy? Yeah, exactly. And if you're going to go get a guy and he's your guy, Make Look him your at guy. Him. Look at him. Yeah. The only time you don't do this is if you're the Packers and you have Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Right. Like if you've got a a first ballot Hall of Famer going to step off the field running your team, that's different. That's not the case in this situation. Like, listen again. I like Tannehill. I you know, and you know what? That was what Garoppolo was in in New England behind Brady. Yes. It was like we've got a guy that we actually think it's really good, but it's just going to be a while till we find out. And you're, you weren't going to have that opportunity to look at him, so you make the move or. <laughs> Belichick was forced to. <laughs> and in this situation, I don't think that the Titans have to be forced to, but if you believe that Malik is going to be a dude or the dude, if there is a, if you give a, if you are given a reason, i.e. a Nick to Henry or Tannehill's not performing, there should be zero hesitation to look at it. They just should. And it's, and it's, 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 it's a cold beast. The NFL, there's always somebody over your shoulder, you know, waiting to take your job, particularly at the quarterback position, unless you're a hall of famer, and that's just kind of the way this is going to go. And I agree. And then, But then on the flip side of it, then I also ask, I'm like, you know, for a team like the 49ers that have said, okay, the young guy has the reins now. We're going to give it to him. But they just brought on the insurance. They brought the insurance policy back. You know, they're, they're going to their, Garoppolo is, is there for another season. At what point then do you take the reins away from a guy that you have given them to if things aren't going their way? Which that's always the fun game. But the flip side of this is if for that particular instance, I think you can point to Chicago and Justin Fields and go probably not the best idea to go back and forth, back and forth. It just, that was rough. That was rough to watch. Living with the headaches is part of this. And I think we all forget because of Peyton Manning's career, because of John Elway's career, because of Troy Aikman's career, how it started. Go look at those rookie years. They weren't pretty. They were atrocious. Awful. It's funny. If you would put those careers up in front of people right now without people knowing who they were, and said these these rookie years in today's age, they wouldn't make it past their first season. And you know, I don't want to go as far as to be like, well, now the twenty four hour media cycle and the immediate reactions and, and blah blah blah. But then, but there is a thing now where like, how many quarterbacks who ended up being legends back then would have had been given the leash to to, to do it in today's day and age? I'll say that I'll say it flat out: rookie quarterbacks are supposed to suck. Yeah, they kind of are. They, and you and that's you and you know what? The reason is because they usually got drafted by the teams who were the worst in the Bad league teams, the year before. Yes. Yeah. And they don't have stuff around them. Every now and then, do you get a rookie who's very successful or a very young quarterback who's very successful? Or you have the unique yes. spot where a, a rookie's going late in the first round to an already good franchise where he can just kind of plug right in. But Justin Herbert is kind of the unique example here. And even then, let's look at Josh Allen. We have a recent example. Josh Allen sucked as a rookie. He was objectively not good. Yeah. He couldn't hit anybody. I yeah. Wildly inconsistent. Poor decision-making, holding on to the ball too long, throwing games away. Yes, over, oh, making, making bad guys. decisions, run, hold, running more than he should. Yeah, not knowing when to throw the ball away. It was it was bad early. Now it, he's objectively one of the three best quarterbacks in the league. Yep. Like So it's just take a look at young guys, be patient with them, know when to pull the plug. Don't, I mean, again, the Steelers holding on to Big Ben as long as they did. I know he's a legend all that, but, I mean, that was like watching a two-legged cow in the pasture. It's just, you you were just watching sadness. And the Titans, they don't have that with Tannehill. But if they're going to make a change, they should make it sooner rather than later.
Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. And I think you also, you know, to your point, you go and get a guy like that to see what you have in him because you believe in him immediately. You wouldn't draft a guy like that that high if you didn't believe in him. And if you believe in him, then you should give him a shot. Seems relatively simple, although different franchises have much different ways of dealing with it. Uh, we've got more football to talk here on Danny and Dusty. We'll do that next. But here is Jeff Rust with SportsCenter. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is College Kickoff Week with Denny and Dusty. Brought to you by Encore Audio Video. On Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. I was not prepared to have Informer by Snow in my headphones here, but uh, I love it. I love it. You love it. I mean, that, that's got to be the epitome of a one-hit wonder, right? I, I, I don't think I could tell you a single other thing Snow has ever done. Well, I mean, Snow has brought much joy to the world. Oh, that's that's true. I mean, yeah, the, you know, Snow-topped Mount Hood. Oh, you went with that Snow. Okay. Oh, well, they, I, I suppose there are many, many a variety. Anyhow. Tony um, Montana likes Snow. What's that now? Tony Montana likes exactly. Snow. Sure does. You know where else there's a lot of snow? Where? Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh, yes, there is. Uh, that's where Donovan Mitchell will no longer be, as the Utah Jazz have pulled a massive deal to send Donovan Mitchell to Cleveland while bringing back three unprotected first-round picks, a couple pick swaps, Lori Marketing, Colin Sexton, and Ochai Agave. How do I say Ajab? Agbaji. Agbaji. There we go. Okay. I knew I, knew I should have let you handle that part. But, Zoom tight. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Jeff. Appreciate that. Um, but so what, what it all means really for the Jazz, it's going to be hard. I mean, that's going to be like a, a, a living, breathing uh, trade document where, where it feels like you're going to find out year in and year out, transaction tra- in and transaction out, how good that deal was. It feels like it's probably going to keep getting better over time. But the thing that really struck me is, as you pointed out, and as we saw on Twitter, that now the Donovan Mitchell deal and the Rudy Gobert deal, what exactly Danny Ainge has been able to net for the Utah Jazz has been incredible. It is absolutely tremendous. And when you look at the the grand scheme of the entire haul, this is basically how it is shaken out now. The, in the Rudy Gobert trade, Rudy Gobert going to the Minnesota Timberwolves, the Utah Jazz got back Malik Beasley, Leandro Balmero, Walker Kessler, Jared, and Jared Vanderbilt, plus a truckload of picks. I will wrap up the picks here in just a second. On the player side, the Utah Jazz got Colin Sexton, Larry Markkinen, Okja Baji, and then you can kind of quasi say that Taylor Horton Tucker and Stanley Johnson are, are part of this deal as well for sending Patrick Beverly out. With that, they have returned seven first-round picks and three first-round pick swaps 
swaps. And remember, Agbaji was the last pick in the lottery this year at number 14, and mm-hmm. Walker Kessler was the number 22 pick this year. Okay. So that is essentially getting nine first-round draft picks and three swaps. Plus, Malik Beasley is a starting-caliber player. Colin Sexton is a starting-caliber player. Jared Vanderbilt is a starting-caliber player. Uh, Larry Marketing is a starting caliber player. Taylor Horton Tucker is a nice depth piece. Okchaya Baji is a guy you're hoping to get something out of. And then obviously Walker Kessler is another uh, guy you're hoping to get something out of. Like the haul that the Utah Jazz got, they currently are sitting at 17 players. Uh-huh. So they do need to drop two more. And we expect that, or you and, expect that? We, and we do expect more of a move because not only do they have everybody listed here on their roster, they also have guys like Mike Conley, Jordan Clarkson, and Boyan Bogdanovich, plus the additional guys. Uh, who am I forgetting here? Uh, Rudy Gay has uh, mm-hmm. obviously not been mentioned, as well as uh, Butler, Nikhil, Alex- Alex- Nikhil Alexander-Walker, short-lived Portland Trailblazer, That's right. as well as Yudoka Azubuki. Okay. So they, they, they have a lot of dudes on this roster, and I would imagine that the veterans are going to get traded off for additional draft capital slash young players. Man, and so and th- this – it's a lot to process, and, and and like I said, I you know there are going to have to be a number of other dominoes that fall for us to know what direction this is taking for Utah. But there was a, a question that came in on the text line five zero three two five zero ten eighty, asking with what Danny Ainge is doing in Utah. If Portland had the chance to bring in Age Ainge rather than a, a Joe Cronin, and I, I know it's a it's a difficult thing to ask because it's different pieces. But with where Portland is now, are you more comfortable taking the route of trying to to build on your current superstar, or would you rather have had a situation where you had someone come in and blow everything up? If you were going to have something, I mean, they they kind of did. Yeah, to an they, extent. They, 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 you're right. You're right. Now, did they deal full nuclear? No, but I think that time has passed. Yeah, oh, it, de- it definitely is. Would you? And I, I guess it's in in hindsight, would you have rather seen? a more massive shakeup for Portland like the one the Jazz have undergone now? Or are you more comfortable with where Portland is in the direction they've taken? I'm, I'm more comfortable right now because of what their stated goals are, mm-hmm. which are to build around Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm. And the, for me personally, I had been calling for them to trade CJ McCollum for five years. Right. Like that's, that's not a secret. Right. So that, since they did that, I'm like, okay, now let's see what happens. It's the next iteration. It's the next step. Now, what do, what do they do over the next, you know, 12 to 18 months? I don't know. But again, and that's the difference because because the organization did not want to move on from Damian Lillard, and I think it's in part because they are in a very different situation from Utah in that in their situation, Damian Lillard absolutely unequivocally does want to be here. Mm-hmm. He wants to be in Portland, and and that can the same could not be said for Mitchell in Utah. And let's let's take a look here real quick. Utah's success, their their prominence came apart about because of Stockton and Malone. Mm-hmm. They wanted to be there. They were the pinnacles of that franchise for 20 years. First ballot Hall of Famers, some of the greatest to ever do it. Mm-hmm. They have since followed that up with Gordon Hayward, who they thought was going to be their guy, who spurned them, and Donovan Mitchell, who they thought was going to be the guy to replace the guy who has now spurned them. Yeah. And he was great to that organization. He used to, On 4th of July, he would go out to barbecues. He'd throw, you know, hey, DM me your address. I'll stop by, you know, I'll come by the barbecue and say what's up and take pictures. And be, Yeah, he's he, one of those. He did all the Damian Lillard-like things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he just... Real dude. He wasn't a... He just it wasn't a long-time guy for Utah. Yeah. And it, it, it's interesting because I, you know, I, I feel like these these swinging doors and they they always seem to 
or I guess revolving doors, they just keep missing the Knicks, man. I feel like that the the Knicks are have like been waiting to get in the revolving door of like a, a, a good player in a trade for a while, and the door just keeps moving, and they keep sitting there waiting for their spot to get in, and it just doesn't. It keeps not happening. I mean, it's it's been very interesting. Uh, Jake Fisher had this uh, earlier. Uh, we reported Utah's interest in Colin Sexton since July. Clutch folks remain confident any Mitchell trade would bring opportunity. Again, the Mitchell trade to New York. Yeah. Uh, but few NBA figures believe Cleveland would be a serious threat for Mitchell himself. Now the Jazz control all of Cleveland's next five drafts. Whew. That's a lot to give up. And again, <laughs> the Jazz are going to be a good, or the uh, Cavs are going to be a good team. So these picks aren't going to be great. But, but if they have a year, where the Lakers had this year, where mm-hmm. things go sideways, where guys get injured, that is when they're like, this is why it's unprotected. Because the the unprotected picks are what matter here because the NBA mm-hmm. is a crapshoot. Yep. Because in the NFL, injuries are certainly a problem, but they don't become truly problematic until it's your quarterback. Right. I mean, and that's and that's just the thing. I mean, when you have you have you have twenty two starters in the NFL, you lose one of them or two of them or three of them or four of them. There's, there's there, nothing there, you can overcome. It's it's possible with the support of the others who are healthy and the depth that you have. But in the NBA, when you have such a small roster and five starters, you lose one of those key pieces. You lose two of those key pieces. You're done. Good, I mean, pack it up. Look look at the Warriors. The year they lost Steph, yep. Clay, and Draymond for a lot of the year. They they got the second pick in the draft and they, like two years removed from a championship and. A year later, they're champions again. And you you look at really every team that runs into this. I mean, the Blazers lost 21 of their final 23 games. It's not hard for things to go. Nobody saw that coming at the beginning of the year. Nobody. It ended up with, what, seventh overall pick. And realistically, they could have ended up higher. Let's say they, they go four games, five games earlier instead of, you know, getting those four wins before the trade deadline. Right. There's those, like, again, it's not hard for that to go sideways. So for the Jazz yeah. here, and they're looking at both the Timberwolves, who historically, are they a good team? Oh, the Timberwolves? Yeah. No. No, they're the worst team in basketball. Even worse than the Kings. Yeah. The Cavs, historically, outside of LeBron James and Mark Price, are they a good franchise? No, they're not. No. Are they both set up to do well going forward right now? Yes. Yeah. Will they fall back on their, their tendencies of their franchise? Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so you're picking, you're hedging a bet. Pretty well on two franchises that have been successfully crappy for most of their existence that they're going to have in the next five years each one bad year. It's like that old adage, when people show you who you are the first time, believe them. Exactly. It's, 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 a, it's a little bit of that, isn't it? Yeah, well, you know, I, I mean, I certainly as a, again, as a as a Warriors fan, I've been uh, the beneficiary of many Timberwolves missteps, passing on <laughs> Stephen, Stephen Curry not once but twice for two other point guards, but uh but yeah, I mean, I I think it's it's really interesting the way the landscape in the NBA is changing with some of these really big all star players moving teams. It, it seems like it wasn't long ago that this was super rare, and uh, and it or it was more often at least that players would do it in free agency. But now we have some of these blockbuster trades going down again, and uh, and it's uh, it's it frankly makes the the NBA offseason a lot more fun. But uh, football season is here on the horizon. Games kicking off. Uh, across the country for week one tonight, but we want to talk a little bit more Ducks and maybe even a little bit of the Oregon State Beavers, what those two programs are up against this weekend. We'll get to that next on 1080 The Fan. This is College Kickoff Week with Denny and Dusty. Brought to you by Encore Audio Video. On Odyssey and 1080 The Fan.
Welcome back. Final segment wrapping up Danny and Dusty, a Danny and Buckley version of Danny and Dusty. Uh, it's been a pleasure today, my man, being in here with you. But uh, before we wrap up, we got a little more college football to talk. Um, the one thing I haven't really gotten from you, as we've discussed many elements from this Oregon and Georgia game, what are the elements that you're going to be looking for? What are you most, I know you're not an Oregon fan, so it's not so much like, what do you want to see them do? But like, what is it about the game that specifically excites you? And what is it about the game that you're going to be looking for on Saturday? For me, the big thing that I'm looking at here is, and this is, this has been my criticism of Oregon for years. And this is what Mario Cristobal helped get rid of. They couldn't compete physically. Yeah. Can you compete physically? Because for all of the stuff with USC, losing scholarships, all this, you never question whether they could compete physically. They, they always still, to a man were going to be as strong, maybe as yes, strong. Yeah. They, they, they were, listen, they were going <laughs> to, they were going to be missing 30 guys off the roster because of depth issues. But on the front of the depth chart, they were going to have dudes and they were going to continue to put dudes in the NFL that were physical freaks. Oregon, for a long period of time, they were smaller, shiftier, quicker, which was mm-hmm. fine and packed. Well, and frankly, play. like when when they really got into their short era of dominance, it was it was about outthinking and outscheming people. Yep. It was it was doing something different that no one else had quicker, an answer for yet. Smarter. It wasn't because you had all the dudes; it was because you knew how to use the dudes you had. Yep. And quicker, faster, smarter isn't necessarily just the players. It's also the coaching staff and sure. being nimble and being willing to adapt and change and and making the right decisions. Now. They're kind of away from that now because Dan Lanning, while I listen, I, I had him at Media Day and I was blown away by him. I I, I loved his energy. And I, I loved- get that reaction from anyone who spent time around him yep. yet. And it's and I've talked to four or five or six people now, and they all think that he is the real deal, mm-hmm. genuine, the energy is real, the vision is real, and and that he's and he's I guess one of the other things that I hear a lot about him is that he doesn't have that thing that Mario had where you you, you never really believed that he had any tolerance for having to deal with you or whatever. Yeah, he, no. If this guy gets this as part of the job, yep, 100%. and 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 the, and he's and he's embraced that part of it as well. And it makes it easier to to work with him or to to sure. ask questions yeah. and, and kind of go back and forth. And I mean, he sat down with us, and it wasn't like, oh god, I got to do this all day. Even though knowing he had to do it all day, like right? He, right. He, he, again, he knew that was part of it, and I think that does play into it. But my questions for this this team for this university, really going forward in the landing era, is. What is he? Because this is all new, and you can be the best coordinator that God has ever created. Let's let's look at the NFL real quick. Josh McDaniels, fantastic coordinator with the Patriots. How did that go in his first run as a head coach? Not well. It was an abject disaster, and you see that often mm-hmm. because it's a different gig when you're in the front chair. Big time. I mean, there have been guys who have been revered, in, and whether it's in the college ranks, I, I've seen guys, even at Oregon, go from position coach to coordinator and be in over their heads. Mm-hmm. Coordinators to head coach be in over their heads. Mike Singletary was kind of known as one of the the, the best position coaches in all of football. Linebacker got the, whisperer got the head got the head gig in San Francisco. And oh dear God, what have we gotten ourselves into? Lord Almighty, yeah. And that's the thing. And I am not saying that Dan Lanning's not going to be that guy. Mm-hmm. But what mistakes is he going to make? We don't know. And how quickly is he going to recover from them? Well, and there's and there and like you said, there's there's no blueprint for it. Even at the mm-hmm. low, even at the lower levels that he's coached at, he's never been the guy. Yep. It's, it's always been following someone else's vision, someone mm-hmm. else's you know what what they're charging him with to do with that defense. And he has said as much. He you know he got put in a situation in a scrimmage where he thought he should have managed the clock better. Mm-hmm. And those are he's only going to learn by the actual experience. And mm-hmm. so I'm not somebody who's going to to bust his balls uh, really for two years. Right. And that's the, that's the thing is I, I, 
I understand that when you when you make a big splash higher like this, when you when there's you know a change, you must succeed. You must succeed. Era, the, the expectations they come so much quicker. But the reality is, when but for the time it takes for you to implement your system with your guys is always Get a two your or classes th- in with always a two or three year window. Mm-hmm. And on top of it, you have a guy who's learning on his first head coaching job. And they're coming out of the gates against the defending national champion. So it's not that I don't have high expectations for Dan Lanning and the Dan Lanning era, but I do think that they're charged with figuring out a lot and they're going to be drinking out of a fire hose to start the season. It's exactly it. And, and for me, the, again, the big takeaways for me, how do you, how do you match up phys- physically? How do you match up with the, the SEC? Mm-hmm. Like the air quotes SEC, it is Georgia. It is loaded. You have got five first-round draft picks on that defense. Offensively, they have weapons. I know we keep talking about defense, 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 because I think defensively both teams are going to hang. I, I I don't think Georgia's offense is going to put Oregon under a ton of pressure. I do think that they can handle that task. Can Oregon's offense handle Georgia's defense? Which the fire hose is fully inserted. It's <laughs> here. We've been blowing and going. Love it. As soon as you said fire hose, I was like, "Is Russ going to have that one ready? Does you remember that one?" Well done. But and again, as far as it pertains to landing, he's going to make mistakes. Yeah. But is he going to make the same ones? Yeah. Does he learn from that? So that's for me. I'm looking for a good football game. I'm looking for the physicality. How does a Pac-12 and Oregon match up again in Utah and Florida? How do they match up physically? Sure. Which I don't. That's not necessarily a question that I have. Yeah. It's more of. Please, God, don't go down to the swamp and get embarrassed. And and for me, I think that my, my biggest question is about the quarterback position and not so much. I don't I don't think Bo Nix is going to be some star world beater in this game. But don't we, be bad. We, we've heard so much for so long about the the depth of talent, both at running back and at wide receiver for the Ducks. And we know that they've got all juniors or seniors coming back on the O-line. I just want to see whether he's going to be able to distribute the ball appropriately and get his his skill position players into good spots. That's what I'd like to see early. Even if he's not super proficient, get them in positions to succeed. And then and then I also want to flip it to you as we've just got a couple minutes left here, Danny. We've we haven't talked about it at all yet, but the Oregon State Beavers have a, a somewhat exciting matchup to start the season as well. They're going to be hosting mm-hmm. um, Boise State, who's traditionally been a very tough opponent for all Pac-12 teams, but the Beavs mm-hmm. actually favored in this one in Corvallis on Saturday. Two and a half, and that's, yeah. that's an interesting line. I listen. I am going to be glued. I, I've talked about this with Dusty covering the NBA the last couple of years. I have not had the time to like, other than watch USC football. College football has been kind of out of the wheelhouse. Now this is my job. I am thrilled. I have prepared my wife all week. I listen. Hey, Thursday night starts. It keeps going Friday. We're gonna go Saturday. And I mean, I'm I'm going. It's not one. It's not two. It's not three. And I am leaning into it. And I'm really really excited because I am on the Oregon State train as far as them being a seven or eight win team this year. So you get that started by getting a great win against Boise State. Yeah, even as a uh, as a Ducks fan, I would like to see them be successful as well this season. Big day coming up tomorrow. Dusty and Dirt going to be live at 7 o'clock from Atlanta. Number one is coming up next. Want to thank Danny for having me in today. You've been listening to Danny and Dusty on 1080 The Fan. Bye. Broncos orange. Let's ride. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 